Welcome to the Loss and Transformation podcast series dedicated to the complex world of digital transformation. We feature guests from large corporations, startups, consultancies, and more to shed light on the success factors around innovation, transformation, and adjacent topics. We share firsthand insights and inspiration from experts for all the entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, and anyone curious about digital transformation. What challenges and what pitfalls might we encounter along the way of transformation? And how might we deal with those challenges? We reached out to various digital leaders around the globe to get their views and their tips on this topic. And their responses fall into three different categories. One being the challenge of bringing different stakeholders together and trying to create synergy between people with different backgrounds. Another challenge focuses on the cultural aspects and on getting people on board and committed to your transformation journey. And another one describes the challenge of getting the general setup ready for transformation, including all the resources, all the talent, the budget, and of course, making sure you don't lose sight of why you're actually transforming. What challenges do you expect to encounter on your transformation journey? Take a listen and get inspired. So the biggest challenge that you will encounter when you're going through any kind of transformation is there are three types of predictable crises that happen along the way. The first is what we call the crisis of commitment, when people doubt that you're really serious about doing things. The second is the crisis of conflict, where today and tomorrow begin to fight. It always happens. The third is the crisis of identity. When you are transforming, you're becoming something different. The way that you associate will be different. Those that have ties to the past will often feel lost as you're going through these crises. The good news is because these crises are totally predictable, you can prepare for them. You have a good story. You have a good vision. You understand some of the fault lines and the challenges you're going to face. You're ready when they happen. But don't kid yourself. This is going to be a hard journey, and those crises will inevitably be things that happen. You know, startups always say that the hardest part about running a startup, right, is hiring, is people management. And I think it's actually the same in an organization as well who is looking to undertake um, innovation initiatives, which is the biggest challenge typically comes from the people at all different levels itself. So you would want to be able to actually identify the key stakeholders at different levels itself, including your board of directors as well, and include these key stakeholders at the earliest opportunity. Also, you know, recognize that everyone has their own agenda. Everyone has their own you know, mission and purpose. And so you will need to actually adjust to varying needs and their levels of understanding as well. It's probably the convergence between operations people and the commercial teams and technology. And so these people need to work together in synergy to be able to make great things happen and digital transformations happen. The problem is these people, they, they don't speak the same language. So the technology people, they know the technology really, really well, but they don't understand the business. And sometimes they don't understand how to even ask the questions in the right way that their customers, they're not sometimes customer centric themselves. And they sometimes use too much jargon. They confuse these people. These people say, ah, you technology, you don't understand our business. And so sometimes that becomes a challenge of how do you bring these different kind of stakeholders together? That is a challenge that I've seen time and time again. The biggest challenge is when you lose sight of the why. So why are you doing this and what problem are we trying to solve? 
And this can happen when things get busy and we fall into the trap of being in rollout mode. This is when the focus is primarily on rolling out technology and features, and we miss the part about enabling new behaviors. Technology without behavior change is like having an expensive sports car, but you only ever drive it at 30 miles an hour because you didn't upgrade the roads or you, did, you didn't develop new driving skills. But the thing is that driving real behavioral change is not that easy. There are many different versions of humans all responding to change in different ways, unlike the technology platform, which gives you the same results whether you push a button in Singapore or in Tokyo. So enabling behavioral and cultural change takes empathy, takes creativity, and that takes time. So it's a constant effort to listen and understand what is getting in the way of these new behaviors that you're trying to drive. And it takes creativity to come up with new approaches when the current way is not working. When we're short of time, empathy and creativity are the first to go. And that's why prioritization is so important. If you don't prioritize, you won't have time to do things properly and you'll end up delivering a lot of shiny tech with no real value. So I think it depends on the size of the company that's going through digital transformation. I think different size of company is going to hit different challenges. I think for big company, I think the culture aspect is probably going to be the biggest challenge. You know, how do you convince people in the organization top to bottom to be, you know, uh, coming along with you in this journey? So I think that's going to be a challenge. Smaller company, I think they probably have more realistic concern around, you know, the resources or budgets uh, that are available to go through the journey. I think, you know, in terms of pitfall, I might expect, like I mentioned in previous podcasts, not everybody's going to be with you. You know, a lot of people is going to resist that the transformation or the change that you're trying to do. So you just have to persist through and, you know, leverage different ways to try to convince them why it's a good thing, you know, that the benefit that could uh, see down the road. And don't feel like along the way, if you fail, you know, on certain things, that's the end of it. It's not. You just have to pivot and move on. So I think those are the things I would um, say people have to watch out for. And within our lab, we have dealt with them. We have experiment. Uh, we have gone through that emotion before. We thought it was the end of it, but you know, we took a step back and really, you know, thought through and say, "Hey, there's another way that we could get to our target state." And we tried that; it worked, and then we moved on. So. The learnings that we have is, you know, not everything you try is going to be successful. Just have to pivot and move. You know, I think this is an outsider's perspective as somebody that was a consultant in the digital and innovation space. I think the biggest kind of pitfall is the, you know, company strategy and company leaders change all the time. So, you know, a typical strategy cycle is, is like three years at most. And when we're talking about digital transformation, it is really kind of a longer term commitment. And it's made up of many small steps and actions along the way. And bringing some consistency and longevity to a vision around digital transformation and making sure that it's, it's resourced effectively is, I think, one of the biggest challenges. And I think linked to that is that people also see digital transformation as linked to particular solutions. You know, so you introduce Salesforce and then you think that your sales team is digitally enabled. 
when in reality, there's so much more to that journey than just introducing a particular tool. Talent, ideation, process, governance, and funding. Uh, And I think the first one will be talent, and then the others will all flow as you move along the journey. But focusing on the right areas, that's ideation. Effecting your digital transformation is about applying an effective process to do so. And that's developed through muscle memory of doing, but also can be based around many effective frameworks as to, to how to approach doing this. And then governance and funding are incredibly important. If you're building new businesses or affecting transformation, then it's different to continually incrementally developing the existing business or operationalizing or improving efficiencies within the existing business. So the governance you will apply to that is different and the funding should be different. As we already discussed, I think resistance from those um, you're ultimately helping resulting from fear of something new and potential negative implications on those individuals for the short term. We generally focus on the greater good and try to communicate this clearly throughout the process to all adopters so they understand that it isn't an attack on their livelihood, but an improvement for their customers, companies, and ultimately in the end themselves. Well, I guess we called it before corporate antibodies. That's uh, certainly one of them. For a large organization, of course, it is easy to dismiss such new ideas up front and to continue in the ways how we've done business in the past. That's a natural reaction from any living organism. And so that's something which we need to overcome as an organization. So that's a pitfall. And that takes very consistent, very long-term pushing throughout the organization from the top as well as from the bottom. You need to get it at it from both sides and sustain that for a long time. People come into this digital stuff and say, great, I use that now and next year everything's going to be better, right? We have a brave new world and suddenly everything works like a peach and that's probably not going to be the case, right? Uh, There will be setbacks, there will be issues, there will be problems, there will be failures. And so we need to take a long-term view in that regard. We will go through hype. We will go through valleys of tears. We will see certain things picking up and others not. And we have to accept it as part of the journey. Experimentation is a very important part of that innovation cycle. And so I would uh, suggest that uh, we need to uh, be very mindful of that from the outset and also accept that there will be stuff which is not going to work, and that we will need to repeat the same mantra, and mantra is probably a good word in this uh, context also, uh, the same mantra over and over and over again until it takes hold in all the nooks and crannies of that large organization, that large living organism which we have there. So challenges and pitfalls for me, and this is my personal learning, is Uh, Most of the people say, say, okay, we have a strategy established and we have management buy-in on a, let's say, headline level and we have made the organizational changes, we have the technology, so let's go. But for me, this is necessary but not sufficient. So the pitfalls I've seen, there's three main factors I've seen in this transformation. So one is that you underestimate your organizational culture meaning the processes you work with day in, day out. Because these are very, let's say, important things that will shape this transformational journey. You need to tackle this. You need to work with this. The second aspect is that people underestimate 
the way the individuals act. So one thing is that a large team says, yes, let's transform, let's make a new way of working, and that's totally fine. But the way people actually work day in, day out when they encounter a problem is strongly going to shape if you are transforming or if it's just, let's say, the same old way of working but with a new name. And uh, the third one is actually senior management because most of senior management has been successful in uh, decision patterns based on former, let's say, success factors. And if they carry this forward and do not shift saying, I know that this is the way I've decided yesterday, but today within this transformation, with this new challenge, I need to relearn, I need to retrain how I assess things. And this is also the third important factor. Yeah, working in sustainability today, really the pressure is coming from consumers. And what's at stake is your brand. And your brand has to be a credible sustainability actor, maybe industry leader or, or aiming to be that, or at least a positive force in this field. But the key question really is credibility. And the opposite of that is greenwashing. And it's happening so much all over the place. And it's easy to do things like offsetting. Not all offsetting is bad, but it's easy to make these mistakes. And especially the German public is very critical and really looks closely at your initiatives. And you have to think about this credibility thing. And that's not just a marketing question and a question about the right claims. It's about what's happening behind it. It doesn't mean that you have to be where we have to be 2050. Of course, nobody is there. But it's about really showing that you are on the way and that you are ready to change and that, yeah, you will put some resources behind that. And yeah, then of course, how you communicate it. I think that's very important. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lost in Transformation. If you enjoy our podcast, please subscribe to our channel and leave us a review on iTunes. Join us next time for another episode of our podcast. Thank you.